Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. And I've got the outgoing Executive General Manager of uh, of our radio station, Mr Tim Holder, in the studio. Tim, good morning. Welcome. Good day, Mike. Lovely to be here. Listen, Thank you. and I've got to say uh, thanks to you because uh, actually seven years ago, you uh, it was your vision, Tasmania Talks, and what a great vision. You had, I mean, it's, it's changed, I think, with three three different times and three different formats. I mean, you changed it with me, you changed it with the guy before me, and you started it with Brian, who did a great job. So, yeah. honestly, great vision. Well, thanks very much. But let me start by, uh, firstly, Congratulating you and Ria for the two ACRAs that you won, the oh, thank you Australian again. Commercial Radio Awards uh, that were conducted up in Sydney um, on Saturday night. Um, an incredible achievement. Uh, nearly a thousand people in the crowd, uh, entries, a lot of entries, uh, and Tasmania Talks came through. And uh, it's huge for you to have uh, mm. won, and it's huge for the show to have won. Um, the best uh, provincial network radio show and uh, the best uh, producer. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Mike. Well, thank I mean, you. It was fantastic. good. But we 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 got him. For, we were finalists four times, and I I kind of proud of that too. You know, yeah. four times to become a finalist, and, only, and in the finals, there's only three, and I mean, and to win two, and so pretty darn happy about that. Well, Tasmania Talks has actually won a lot of acres across the journey, and this just carries on the fine tradition. And I've got to say, through the COVID period, um, and uh, particularly over the last twelve months, it's been a magnificent yeah. year of content, a magnificent year of radio, and uh, I just know how much uh, the listeners, um, how much the political class uh, and uh, mm. indeed advertisers love love this show and uh, yeah salute to you my friend. Well, thank you. But what's tell me what's occurred in radio since you've been leading it? I mean, you've been in the game a long time. Yeah, I've, I'm coming up to. Well, I've really almost completed 15 years uh, with the company mm. in Tassie, and it's been probably the greatest uh, privilege of my life to have had the opportunity to re- lead uh, Tasmanian radio over the past mm. uh, nearly 15 years. The changes have been immense. I mean, when I started uh, this uh, radio station where we're broadcasting from today in Launceston uh, was known as uh, 7LA, it's known as LAFM. We had one licence. Uh, the Chili's licence was owned by uh, the Tote. It was dedicated to horse racing. Mm. Uh, before that, it was known as 70X. We've been able to bring all that together uh, and relaunch a, a new radio station called Chili. Um, we've um, uh, done a lot of things uh, down in Devonport and in Burnie in terms of... Uh, uh, improving that service, going from AM to FM. I was going to say, uh, yeah, moving into the FM band was uh, you know tremendous. The same, uh, the same applies to uh, northeastern Tasmania. We, there, there are some exciting plans uh, for the future for the northeast. Um, but uh, you know, I think the first major. Don't project, forget the west coast. Well, and, well, I was just about to say, and I think ah. the very first uh, project that I was tasked when I uh, took over this role uh, back when I was in my early forties was uh, to quickly find new accommodation for Seven XS, and mm. uh, the the old studios that we had down there. Were, that we'd bought off Southern Cross. Uh, we had a rot in the floor and, um, you know, it was actually uninhabitable. And uh, the, the new owners uh, back then, uh, the Cameron family said, you know, this has to be changed. And so uh, we went and um, invested in that new studio where you, in fact, uh, worked oh, so successfully for uh, oh, three or so years. My mate Scurvo's down there now, but it's a lovely spot. Great. Beautiful. I mean, yeah. Yes, indeed. The West Coast is mm. one of the great places oh, in Tasmania. It's a jewel. It's yeah, a jewel. Yeah. Just not visited enough by Tasmanians. No. Um, I was down there three or four weeks ago to say goodbye to Skirvo and uh, um, mm. c- catched up with a few people. Uh, people on the West Coast are absolute gems. and They are indeed. Love them to bits. What's the future of radio, Tim? Oh, look, I think radio's got a tremendous future, and I, I say that most sincerely. I, I think um, of all the uh, radio companies that could have acquired uh, this business from the Cameron family... Uh, we're incredibly fortunate that ARN is that company. Mm. Uh, ARN are a magnificent radio company. We've got a 
phenomenally talented CEO in Kieran Davis. Um, he's got a really clear vision for the future. Um, the the iHeartRadio app that we talk about. Um, well, they came and had a chat to me Saturday night personally, uh, Kieran, which was lovely to see. Michael Harvey, of course, came. And honestly, absolute gentleman. Yeah. No, terrific, and, terrific and people. I'm going to say thank you because, and I'm not just saying it because they paid for the bloody lot, far as I'm yeah, concerned. And they said, Mike, you know, and also uh, thanks to you uh, for helping in yeah. there recently. But I mean, so uh, my wife was with me, but enjoy it. They've got a great vision for the future, but they do understand that the way we're consuming media is changing. And obviously, mm. uh, you know, there'll be a lot of people listening to this now at, at home or at work that are actually streaming it uh, through iHeart. Um, you know, that is that is the big change that's yeah. occurring. Uh, broadcast, it's a great idea. whilst it's still. Um, you know, the, the, uh, a vitally important means of um, transmission. It, it is uh, in decline, and well, so. But we are we are positioning uh, mm. for the future. And see, uh, I don't think I just radio won't. They say our oh, podcast is a new thing, but I I love Jonesy and Amanda being the compares mm. on Saturday night. Did they just hang it on podcasts and did a beautiful job of it? Because podcasts, sure, they have a place and they are great for some, but they're not radio. Well, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because the radio industry, um, you know, we have uh, an industry full of professional people that know how to make content. We know we know about light and shade. We know about going too long. We know how to edit content mm. that so it remains listenable and engaging to the audience. A lot of these podcasts don't have any of those skills. And uh, you know, Correct. I, I listen to a few. And oh, I think believe me, so there's a half an hour podcast, and that could have been done in ten minutes or less, and it would have been it actually then would have been a good podcast. So it's, it's also with playing music. I mean, obviously you can can consume music from any number of places these days but it's not the songs that we play in and of mm. themselves that's fundamentally important. Yes, we want to have the right songs and I think we do. I think we've got a magnificent music log but uh, it's what the announcers are saying. It's how we can But it's getting the message them. across. Like I just go on roadworks and rain, you know, causing delays in the air between Hagley and Carrick. Uh, all of that and, and being able to chat to you to, to people like Leon Smith and we need the the thing that I thought was helpful helpful if that's the right word for those that have been struggling with, with rain and ongoing water issues is the fact we were warned early yeah well look I remember when we had, and that's uh, we had to floods do uh, a few well, it was probably six or eight weeks ago. Um, now we were having some very heavy rain, mm. um, the start of this uh, very wet spring, and uh, I remember sending an email around and, and the team was w well and truly all over it, but to make sure that we had announcers available 24-7 that if it started to flood, that we could get to air and warn people no matter what time it was. And yeah. that's a podcast will not do that, Mark. No, you're spot on. Tell me then, um, let's move on to... Uh, you've been lots of the council, good heavens, sir. Uh, the changing of the guard at the council in Launceston. I mean, well, we better be a bit careful what we say because uh, the boss uh, Matthew Garwood's. Uh, I congratulate. I think well yeah, done, the Matthew. Fantastic, Matt. Well done. I, I, as I sent him an email because his uh, his legitimacy, as far as I'm concerned, is tremendous. He he's such a he's calculated, but he's compassionate. Uh, he's 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 got a lot of things going for him. And I'm so pleased for Matthew. Well, I think uh, for Matt's Matt. Uh, we appointed Matt uh, to the uh, role of uh, content director here um, early this year and uh, he's completely amazed me by his uh, leadership, um, mm. his maturity. Um, I think he's got a great strategic head on his shoulders uh, and I think it's so good for council to get some younger blood. Oh, and, and Matt's... Uh, cannot agree more. Uh, he's very respectful. Um, he'll he'll um, honour the process that, you know, is important in council. But he's chambers. a very intelligent young man and I, I like that. So that's good. And, of course, uh, Danny's had a lot of um, experience and I think, uh, you know, he's been on council, I think, for about 12 years, mm. been a deputy mayor for the last four. So, you know, I think um, he's had a lot of training and a lot of experience. He's extremely passionate about... Mm. 
uh, Launceston in the region and uh, you know I think I think the council's in good hands got a very good CR around at council as well in Michael Stretton I know yeah. he's not elected but uh, he drives a very uh, good organisation and uh, well tell me uh, uh, honestly speaking with Tim Holder tell me you're an immediate past president with the Launceston Chamber yeah. tell me what's happening there because I know that um, the Chamber I, I speak to them often um, there's a lot I mean we talk about greening Launceston there's a lot well, of issues a, that's been a pet project for mine Mike it has um, I've, uh, I've been on that bag Wagon. I grew up in Launceston and I moved away for a dozen years and then I came back um, in my early 40s to take, uh, take this role on. Mm. Um, the thing that I learned when I was living away is that in places like Adelaide and Melbourne where I lived, um, the, the streets are lined with trees mm. uh, and it just absolutely lifts the ambience of the street and uh, the vibrancy that it brings into the CBD... Uh, the life, the cafes, it, rather than just being a shop, a place to go in and shop and do business, it actually becomes a destination. People want to hang out in the CBD because it's so attractive. And so as, as the Chamber considered, you know, what are the economic activators for the CBD, I actually proposed, and initially the idea was a little bit scoffed at, you know, mm. that we needed to green the CBD. We needed to improve the uh, footpaths. We needed to, in, in um, you know, put the appropriate street furniture and infrastructure in so as uh, things could Good occur. And if, you think, and if you think of the most... Uh, uh, popular places in Launceston where, where people congregate and where the best cafes are, trees are the common, are the common theme. So we've been working um, at Chamber now for a long time. It's really exciting because we've, earlier this year, finally been able to sign an MOU with the City mm. of Launceston. Uh, that took a fair bit of time, but the council and um, the CEO, Michael Stretton, have come on board. And um, it's exciting working with the council uh, now. And um, we're very, very hopeful that within a few days we might be able to formally announce that uh, oh, good. the state government has also joined the MOU. So we've got... Because uh, the state government operate Wellington Street and yep. all the arterials. So I think for Launceston, if, if we can green the city up and... Uh, and make it a, a place where people want to hang out um, more and more. This will be great for trade. It will change yeah. the, ch the face of the city, but I think in the best possible way. And Tim, tell me you're involved with City Mission. Oh, well, yes. I've, I've uh, been, been the chair of City Mission for the past 10 years. I've been on the board for um, the last 14. Mm. What, a, what an amazing organisation that is, Mike. And, um, you know, there's still a lot of inequality in our community. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hardship. And uh, the City Mission's... The organisation that uh, really tries to help um, the people that just can't find help anywhere else, mm. and the uh, the work of that organisation, I've got to tell you, Steve Brown, the CEO, uh, and his um, very talented suite of executives uh, have just uh, taken the city mission from strength to strength. In the last seven years, we've um, we've doubled the size of the organisation. It took a uh, 170 years to get it to a particular point, and in seven years we've we've doubled that. So. Uh, we employ um, something approaching 200 people. We've got about 600 volunteers, and uh, it's, yeah, it's a very vibrant organisation. And you've been a great supporter, Mike. I know over the years Always. as well. So I do a good job. Thank but you, uh, you, you guys are a great city mission. But tell me, where is uh, Tim Holder going? I know you've got you've got your hand in the pie. Tell me about S ma mapping, for example. Oh well, S mapping, yeah. So I. I it's a, it's a small company. It's based. Well, it's not that small anymore. We, we've got an office on Invermay Road. We've also got a an office in Belrive and Hobart. We employ about twenty people. But GIS is a is a really interesting new thing. It stands for Global Information Systems. And so it's it's a bit like Google Maps on steroids. So businesses might want to well see. Said. Businesses might want to see. Um, uh, you know how, how in a particular area their their business is tracking. Um, this business is about uh, putting information onto maps. So any information that has a physical or locational presence 
um, S mapping is about mm. uh, bringing that to life and uh, putting it on a map and, and making it real. It's a very interesting. Well, a lot of councils, a lot of small governments, businesses uh, are we looking at that yeah. exactly? Um, GBEs and um, certainly business, and uh, we've got a growing client base on the mainland. So I'm going to become the commercial director of S mapping. And um, I'm really excited about that. Well done. Well, thank you. Uh, you employed me, and I appreciate you coming in and uh, having a chat. And I Thanks wish you all the best in the, the future. I've only got a few more weeks left myself here, so uh, I'm off. Well, but obviously, uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, you've you've uh, declared on air um, a few weeks ago. Um, I think when you were down in Devonport uh, that mm. uh, I uh, that you have you know you're suffering from some cancer at the moment. I am indeed. And, uh, we're very concerned to hear that, and um, you've, you've announced that at the end of the year that you'll be stepping away. And It'll be a little bit uh, sooner, I've suddenly been found, right. that I'll be uh, having some major surgery a little sooner than... Uh than that, so yeah, it'll probably only, only weeks away. I've got to be honest. So, um, but it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Well, Mike, um, you know, not only congratulations on your your acronym hmm. after fifty years of broadcast. Not um, bad, is it? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, getting to fifty Acra. years. It took me fifty years to get a bloody acra. <laughs> There you go. But congratulations and Thank good you, luck um, with 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 the uh, the medical procedures. Um, we're sure you'll come back fighting fit. And I know you and Kim, your lovely wife, are um, heading away for a holiday as well. Mm, and uh, we uh, we absolutely look forward to seeing you back on the other side. Tim Holder, what a pleasure, mate. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Tasmania thanks, Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine.